It's not getting it's it, not getting it. Gentlemen and lady, <laughs> uh, everybody, welcome to the Loft Party Podcast. I'm your host, Rio, and I got some special guests with me. Tonight, we've got Mark Church, renowned bartender. Uh, don't call him a mixologist, and we'll get into that on a later podcast. Uh, Dave Tiemann, who is an entrepreneur extraordinaire, uh, also an art dealer, uh, and we will get into that probably on a later podcast. Uh, Chris O'Connor, who (laughs) says he doesn't want to talk, but I think he's probably got a lot to say. He is the co-owner of uh, Liquid Nine. It's a multimedia company. And as always, the anonymous female, because she doesn't want you to know her name. So now that we're into the Law Party podcast this week, uh, let's talk about pop culture for the week. I guess a couple things uh, happened. Uh, you know, not uh, we're not going down the political rabbit hole of who you're with or who you're not with. <laughs> but um, it was interesting that uh, Ben Carson got, got out of race uh, this week. Yeah, I think his poll numbers have been falling. It's about damn time. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, fast and furiously for weeks. And <laughs> real nice guy. Yeah, uh, but, real great uh, politician. Yeah, so. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, Ben. I couldn't hear you. What was that? Well, <laughs> yeah, I talk. Yeah. Oh, I saw. Uh, what was it the other day? Anonymous female. Uh, was it Nancy Reagan? When she passed, like she did. Was, Reagan did pass. was, it, was that yesterday? Was that yesterday? Yeah. Ninety-four. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I was in. A, and, you know, that got me to thinking that you know, like officially. It's the end of the Reagan era. Like, with, yeah, yeah with, with Ryan already already gone and Nancy passing, I'm like, wow, it's officially the end of the Reagan era. Because, you but know, she was, because she would, you know, she'd still get carted out for sure. events. And, sure. But, uh, but yeah. Still the former first lady? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. She, she so. still screwed Frank Sinatra in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> allegedly on the end of that. <laughs> Oh, uh, in uh, in hip hop music news, uh, just it, uh, I thought it was interesting to note that uh, uh, Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. dropped uh, a, an entire album of untitled anonymous records. Uh, yeah, it was crazy because which know, is the title, by the way. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's actually <laughs> it's the title of the album. It's, it's titled, but it's. I remember you know, him. It, no, there every the album's called Untitled Anonymous, and every song's in Untitled One, Two, Three, Four, Five. He had an argument with. Uh, there was a Pitchfork article. He had an argument about it actually being an untitled album. They're like, well, that, no, that's actually the title of the album. Yeah. He was like, no, 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 no. It's a I, it's an album with no title. No, you named it. It's called Untitled. Right. It's now wow. your. It's now a name. Yeah. Is now the name of the album. Yeah, which is crazy because he had been doing all these performances, and part of the performances he'd end with this untitled song. So for a while, people had been clamoring, like, where can I get the song? Where can I get it? Well, how are you going to just throw us out there with this, you know, incredible record, but no way to get it? And um, And I guess they decided to put them all together and compile them, and they... Threw it out like uh, like the day before yesterday. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's number one untitled. Or well, no, yeah, it's on top. It's on number two. Yeah, and here's what is more is you can't you can't publish. You can't get the publishing rights to things without names. Yeah, well, yeah, well it's on. Yeah, well, yeah, it's on trying to. It's untitled number one. So that's so then it well, they yeah, well, the album, yeah, 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 yeah like I said, the album is like untitled <laughs> anonymous, and then each song is untitled one, two, three, four, so, five. Yes, oh, he's yeah. doing. It. He's copying R.E.M. from 1989. Oh, yeah. well, was the last R.E.M. The last song on the green record was just called Untitled, and it's number eleven. And and that is why Blur did the same thing. They had one that was the yeah. And that's why I wanted to do a podcast because my group of friends has that kind of random trivia just in their heads. <laughs> yeah. And I think it needs to get out into the world. Sure. <laughs> like, I think people need to know that. Uh, oh, the other album that I saw came out on the hip hop side, and jump in if you got other genres, but uh, Lil Wayne <laughs> and 2 Chainz <laughs> put out an album together. Called Collie Grove, and uh, and because College Park, where uh, Two Changes from, and Holly Grove, Holly where Grover. where Lil Wayne's, uh, from. Lil Wayne's from. In fact, they were on. Uh, I want to say it was the Tonight Show, or but it wasn't the Tonight Show. It must have been like Conan or something. I'm like, they're doing an album together. Right. Like, I, although the song that I heard was really good. It was actually kind of almost reminiscent of like an old school, like kind of back and forth battle record. Two Chainz yeah. can write a song. And yeah, like, no, Two Chainz knows how to make a hit. Two Chainz, I mean, he's not, you know, he's not nearly the rapper that Wayne can be. Wayne can be, yeah, potentially. Yeah. Wayne can potentially be, but uh, but I think they both know how to make hits, and right. so it, they should have some pretty big records on there. I think anyway. What's the opposite of a guilty pleasure? Like what's like what's like the 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 one thing that you actually like, dislike that everybody else likes? Because that's mm. Little Wayne for me. I yeah. cannot stand Little Wayne, and I know that he's kind of talented. I don't think he can really write. I don't no, think yeah. he can write. That's, 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 that's actually a really he, good question. He has one topic, and I just he's not that. It's not that good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a point that I think. Uh, Wayne was on fire, like, but had, it was like nights. he had some random verses and other people's songs that were great. You know what? It sure. was it was there was a point Carter where he was, was doing this, yeah, like the Carter one and even the Carter two. I think were really good, but I think up until that point, you were having even the Carter three. But after that, like his verses got super one dimensional. Like they yeah. just had one topic and. And, and and look, he's been creative in making hundreds of songs about the exact same topic. Well done. And, and saying it in, in a hundred different ways. Free market things. Like <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, a lot of, there's a lot of artists that do that. Yeah. Just have, every single song is about just nailing a chick. They don't do anything else. Yeah. It's been going on. Yeah, and I'm not, years. you know, like, that's the thing. <laughs> is, I, I'm really not kind of mad at that, you know, whereas, you know, my problem is, uh, my problem is the groups that take themselves too seriously. Like the mm-hmm. or well, well, it's oh, like it's like you have to. Chris uh, Martin. Well, it's like you have to remember that one. you're inter- you're entertaining. Yeah. So, okay, so it, this is my theory of, of a good record. If I want to listen to it multiple times, maybe not in a row, but I I do want to go back and I want to hear these songs again. It's probably good. But do you still listen to albums? 
Uh, I do still listen to albums. You're um, a rarity. Yeah, I, I know that I'm a rarity. I still we like all be rarity. Yeah, I still like the albums. I don't know. You don't? I still really? like the album format. I can see you as like a Chris. I can see you as a big album list, like a. You know, I don't have the time to screw with it, and I just yeah. put all my favorite songs. <laughs> yeah. Just go with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, you know what? And I get that. I, I get that. I don't even know half the songs or the artists that I listen to anymore because yeah. I'm just. Find a song that I like. That you like. Because every week they come out with a new playlist. You know what? Actually, I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today about that. You know, just because he was asking me, you know, what did I think about how you get music out there today and, you know, how you promote material. And I was just like, really? If when you put it out and you announce to the world, you know, through your Facebook or however you're announcing it, that the stuff is out. If you don't have a link that goes right to iTunes to buy it, you wasted your time. Well, think about because bizarre. I think Kanye's people are so impulsive, you know. I mean, Kanye's album is maybe the most bizarrely released thing in the entire world. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's so hard to find and get. Is that yeah. it would be the number one album in the country because so many people pirated the album. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, it made, a million, it made a millionaire out of this kid from Kansas City. Oh hell yeah! What? It's crazy. There's a rapper from Kansas City that when it when it when it dropped that first song when that first song dropped. On, uh, I think it was on Spotify. Yeah. Um, the, or not when Spotify. No, they put on the Jay Z, the Jay Z's, you know, streaming service. Oh, the streaming oh, service. Yeah, put on the, title. The next song after, because it, it, it does, a, it does a, a comprehensive uh, play similar to oh, okay. Pandora or something okay. where right, right, right. It, it takes all the styles of the song or whatever and it oh. plays the next style of song. Okay. It was a kid from Kansas City. Oh, that, uh, yeah, that was, was the, in the next... pitch a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, wow. It's a kid from Kansas City that got it. And overnight, he went from like 4,000 hits to like a million hits. Wow. And he's about to, now he's about to release a, an album with, uh, not Columbia, some, some. Yeah, that's crazy. Big though. recording company. That's and, crazy. And he just was the lucky, like, strong. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That's nuts. That randomly got, uh, yeah. randomly got chosen to be right after that, the, right after the first Kanye song dropped. Uh, and that's what happened. Same idea. Was, so, like, I remember when 4 or 5 Seconds came out like, with the oh, yeah, yeah. Kanye thing. Yeah. So they only released it for a while on Jay-Z's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Kanye signed on to that thing to be exclusive. Right. So then you had five other artists literally copy it exactly and, yeah, oh, yeah. Things and post them on Spotify so mm-hmm. you could get... So you could get... You, know, you can get, still get the song. It's yeah, not Kanye yeah, and yeah, Paul yeah. Shit, You would never know. It's about as close as you can get. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting because I think people's attention spans are... Like if it's like when you release the record, if it's available to purchase, like right away, people will go, shoot, it's a buck, click, and they just right. just get it. Mm-hmm. If you make them wait though, a week or two weeks, unless you're a Kanye or somebody that big, they're just gonna forget about it. And, and because somebody else is gonna release a song tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. Two hours from now. Yeah, or yeah. It takes one second to steal to steal a song. Yeah. Find it anywhere you want. Yeah. You so know? and it's that's that's the thing. Sure. Yeah. Just like I have a ton of Russian sites. Just go out there and just grab it <laughs> and you're done. Like, literally Russian laws are there's no they don't acknowledge the copyright. Yeah. Out. And so you can go to their servers and grab it. Okay. Quick. All right, American audience. Remember, 
we do not endorse going to Russian sites. Yeah. Russian and, piracy. And it comes with a girl while you're on. Maybe hey. ship over. <laughs> 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 one stop shot that Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Rolling Stone song? It comes with a girl. Yeah, that might be Okay, there you go. Oh, before I forget, uh, we want to acknowledge uh, our sponsors uh, today. Uh, will be iCafe, uh, which is actually where we're recording the Law Party podcast today. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, am I supposed to say, yeah. or sure. I'm about to say, uh, and uh, Rieger, which is uh, fine Kansas City spirits. Uh, and we'll get into that a little further into the podcast. Uh, and also, uh, Liquid Nine. We want to thank Liquid Nine for being one of our sponsors today. What are we drinking, Mark? Uh, we are drinking uh, Jay Rieger and Company whiskey. Uh, it is a uh, American whiskey brand that we now uh, we now have our very own designation. Uh, it is now legally called Kansas City whiskey. Um, at, there's you know bourbon in Kentucky. There's Tennessee whiskey that uses a different sour mash. There's uh, there, there's different vodka qualifications, different gin qualifications. We now have Kansas City whiskey, um, which is a uh, a blend. It, it's a blended whiskey that adds uh, a little bit of sherry. The nice. sherry kind of rounds everything nice. out, gives a little bit of sweetness. Um, uh, think of it like uh, like adding uh, salt to a dish, or think of it like adding uh, bitters to a cocktail. In the same sense, it kind of rounds everything out and pulls everything together. Nice. Um, it is uh, it's. They have, so Jay Rieger has a vodka, a gin, and a whiskey. I think the whiskey is their best product. However, the vodka and gin are delicious. Uh, we are enjoying the whiskey today. And uh, I think Chris can say a little bit more about, um, about kind of how the companies come about as well. Sure. Well, yeah, it was funny. Um, and Dave knows this too. We, uh, the Rieger and Manifesto are a bar here in Kansas City. And uh, this is where Dave and I met. We would hang outside and smoke cigars all the time. And Ryan had this idea. On the side of the building has always been painted the original bottle of Rieger Whiskey, which was a mail-order business, uh, whiskey business that got put out of business during Prohibition. And he always had the idea of wanting to relaunch the whiskey and was actually able to track down uh, members of the Rieger family. So um, the two main principals in it are Ryan Maybe from the Rieger and then also uh, Andy Rieger, who is the great-great-great-grandson. Great-great-grandson. Right. Yeah, it's a lot of what, yeah, well, right a lot of great. A lot of great. He is very, great. Very, he is great. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a super good dude. So, um, together, they were able to get together, launch, uh, get enough capital, and relaunch uh, Kansas City's first whiskey brand since Prohibition. So, not nice. exciting. Nice. I'm launching this week in uh, New York, New Jersey, New Jersey Washington, D.C. Yeah, just yeah. at Chicago a couple weeks ago, um, trying to get into Kentucky. They're yeah. uh, they're moving Kentucky. quick. Yeah. Kentucky's actually going to be launched in June. There you go. And of course, we're already in Illinois, Kansas, Missouri, and all oh, yeah, Colorado coming up too, which should be exciting. Right. Oh, not Colorado is huge. That's a huge market. So, yeah, nice. So a lot of lot of uh, really great things happening for uh, Jay Rieger and company. And it's nice. fun seeing Kansas City have. I mean, we. We've had Boulevard beers for over a decade, actually over two decades now. Um, it's nice to see a spirit company come from Kansas yeah. City. Uh, we've had the McCormick Distillery up right, north right, for right. a bit, but that's a little different. Um, it's nice having a good local distillery that's starting to make a little name for themselves. Agreed. It's good. 
Yeah, it's very nice. There we go. Sounds good to me. Normally, at this point of the of the podcast, we uh, ask the next question, which is, "What are you smoking?" <laughs> but we're not uh, we're, we're, we're not at a smoking establishment today, so we won't be smoking. Although. What were you smoking when we pulled up? Well, that's a, uh, I don't even know what it was. It was a off-brand from Thompson Cigar. But I will tell you, tomorrow I have in, coming in, a 12-year-old Oliva Sun Grown. Oh, there you and, go. Uh, nice. I'm, I'm very excited about getting those. And anybody wants to join tomorrow night at Pendergast is more than welcome. I guess we I just might have to. We might have <laughs> yeah. to. You haven't make been my up return. Up. I have you not, know, I have it, not been It's up about there. time for you to make your return. So why don't you come up and have one? I think I might have to. Yeah, I think it's been a few weeks. A couple weeks. And uh, of course, I love my Rocky Patels, which I've been bringing around and sharing Mm -hmm. and And such. So that's all. That's what I've been smoking. All right. If you can't tell, uh, we're all cigar fans. Uh, Well, except for our anonymous female uh, who (laughs) who does not uh, dislike cigars, but she doesn't smoke. Does not partake. Once or twice a year. (laughs) And there you go. There you go. So, uh, but she sucks on some cigarette every once in a while. That's so not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that'll be that'll be your host, unfortunately. What is your favorite brands? Oh, you're not smoking today, but what is your favorite brand? Uh, well, and maybe why? Well, I tell you what. Uh, I'll go last, and I'll pass that to Mr. Church. Um, tech. Technically, no favorite brand. What what I've been smoking lately tends to be. Ah. Tends to be my favorite brand. Um, I uh, I so I had a nice selection of Cubans that that had come in that I am now over that I am now uh, through with. Sadly, uh, Oliva has been my kind of go-to the last couple weeks. Um, those uh, uh, even though they're somewhat nondescript, those Cameroons are so easy to smoke and such a great little like midday mm-hmm. easy easy smoke. Um, but uh, the series V's, the those little V torpedoes are pretty damn good. Can't yeah, really those are damn good. Can't man. get past those uh, those torpedoes. They're 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 pretty solid. So that that's been my jam. Well, you know, I've of already kind of thrown mine in there. So I mean the Olivas, which I've been expecting, they were back ordered for almost sixty days. Wow. And uh, and the Rocky Patel packages. I, I I like all the Rocky Patels. There's not one in there that I dislike. Um, so. I'm pretty happy with those two brands. Oh, I forgot my favorite brand. Excuse me, Gurkha. But, you know. Gurkha. I'm off Gurkhas for a little bit, but I love Gurkhas. Okay. I was going to say. And and here's the reason why. Mild, smooth, easy draw, just great cigar. Yeah, Oliva for me for sure would probably be my favorite since I stole an entire box that one time on action <laughs> <laughs> from a club member, but directed by that. And now he's a good friend. So he does, he, and, he, and, and I knew he would be. Up for and that. I knew he would be. Yes, you're instrumental in making that happen. So thank you. Uh, did not understand the rules of the club at the start, but do now very well. Um, Sounds like yeah, to open another. But I say, if you can't club. tell, if you can't tell, we all belong to a cigar club <laughs> that uh, that uh, Chris has stolen entire boxes of cigars. Yeah, I'm glad you said that was Chris because nobody knew. Thank you for putting the name on that. Yeah. Been, now that we have a name with the crime. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, um, yeah, actually, I have to, I have to join in on the uh, on the Olivas. Uh, uh, I wasn't uh, as aware uh, before I started going to the club, but uh, I'm kind of in love with the Olivas. But pr- 
probably still my favorite is uh, anything just about by Arturo Fuente. Yeah, I just yeah. I can't. I just him. I like I, I yeah. Like you said, just easy, easy draw, easy smoke. And if you like that earth, the earth, but it's not too spicy. Yeah, easily yeah. Good to, man. Yeah, but I say usually once or twice a year, uh, try to get my hands on the opus, just because you know, just because I do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, no, usually like my birthday or New Year's or something like that, I try to get my hands on Opus X and. And um, and that's a that's one of the higher tier of the uh, of the Arturo Fuente cigar line. I think we're gonna go from what we're talking about now to probably my favorite segment, which is the shuffle. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, listeners, the shuffle is this: everybody's going to go to their phone, they're gonna find a playlist, and they're gonna hit shuffle. First song that pops up, we're going to talk about it because we generally always have something to say because we do. We always have something to say. So I'll I'll say mine first. At 68, I don't have a playlist. I'll just commentate on everybody else's. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. By the way, and I won't be shy about commentating on it. (laughs) Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Love it. And I'll have another drink while they're doing their playlist. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a noise we need to actually Yeah, make. I was going to say, actually, yeah, that's a noise that we need to have. <laughs> we need to have. We need to find a good sound editor. Yeah. Do, do you know any sound editors? I don't know. Not. Nobody that can do anything like that? Nobody, Chris? <laughs> I think we can figure this out. I said, what you got? Oh, I, I, I didn't pull anything up yet. Um, if you have anything to start, I can, Chris I can pull right. something Chris is ready. He's ready. Oh, Chris is ready? Oh, perfect. He's ready. He's he's got music ready, like, at the tip of his finger. I don't have an iPhone, so I can't just pull up iTunes. Like these cats. I just hope the battery doesn't die. (laughs) 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 Do you have a charger? You you just have a charger? Thank you. This is my my 10th phone. (laughs) But hey, this year, listeners, 10th phone. This year, yeah, this, this year, he is uh, not, not well not within a year, not in 2016. <laughs> the, <laughs> right, came out. All right, let's see what we got. Hey, we're gonna skate to one song, one song only. Hey, <laughs> you know what? I think this is the, I think this is a great way to start off, uh, start off the shuffle podcast because. You know, actually, not only do I know the record, um, I know quite a bit about the artist. Oh, yeah. uh, I know a little bit about the recording process of this album, and uh, and it's one of my favorite songs on that album. And of course, this is Jay Z and Kanye West watch the throne, and uh, the song. We'll abbreviate it and just call it Paris. <laughs> yeah, it's all starting out. All right, we'll just we'll just call the song Paris. Yeah, so I love this entire album. Oh yeah, yeah, the Watch Throne album is awesome. You know, the funny thing is, this song was recorded in Paris, but they were traveling like a lot while they were recording this album, and uh. There's one song uh, on the album where uh, I'm trying to remember how how Kanye put the verse, but basically 
he, he mentions Russell Crowe in the song. They were actually recording at Russell Crowe's castle. What? Yeah, like ridiculous, That's right? Awesome. Yeah, like they were in like, <laughs> and like they were at, <laughs> at his, yeah, like at Russell Crowe's <laughs> castle in Scotland or whatever. Why not? Yeah, like <laughs> nuts, just nuts. Like, well, like, like, why would you be recording? What? Well, first of all, why would Russell Crowe <laughs> want you at his house recording hardcore rap records? First of all, yeah. But maybe that's we all just think a little differently about Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah. That's all. <laughs> well, he had a band. Well, he is an artist himself. Yeah, he's a singer. I think he's probably a bigger music star. I mean, not star, but band than you probably would guess. That's true. To be a heavy old rock and roll band, go around. By the way, Dustin Grunge, so. Yeah. Oh, that was the 68 year old guy telling you Russell Crowe does grunge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so like it. All right, so what are we what are we thinking over there? Well, Mr. I've Church. been on a uh, I've been kind of on a I I, I kind of think 2015 was year of hip hop. I thought that some of the best records that came out last year were actually hip hop records, which was right. the first year I could say that for a while. Um, this is a, uh, a a little less lesser known lesser known artist, but uh, been a real big fan of Earl Sweatshirt lately. Ah, and, uh, Earl he had a, Sweatshirt. Uh, he had a real good album with possibly the best album name uh, I can remember in in, yeah. in the last few years. Um, I don't like shit, and I don't go outside. Pretty damn good name for a pretty good name for a record yeah. for a twenty-three-year-old black kid. Um, but uh, this is a song Sunday with Frank Ocean. It's kind of a black hipster manifesto. Yeah, I like. I really like that whole crew. Like they, uh, you know. Uh, Tyler the Creator, uh, Frank Ocean. Uh, actually, we discovered the internet. Yeah. The, the internet uh, is another group. Um, like that crew is amazingly talented. It's so uh, the crew's called Odd Future for those of you who don't know, and uh, it's just they're amazingly talented, and they're all offbeat and quirky artists, but. The quality of their music is is really high, so they've got a cult following that's pretty amazing. Earl Sweatshirt, mm-hmm. probably the youngest person in the crew, twenty three, twenty four, is probably has the most kind of cult following because Tyler Tyler's kind of made it, and uh, Frank's kind of made it, mm-hmm. and the internet's still uh, pretty new as a group. But uh, Earl's been around as long as any of them, but he hasn't just like blown up. But but his his following is rabid. It's just just it, and and like I say, his music is just weird and and interesting. But it's but his style is great, and he pays more attention to like actual rhyme and meter and making sure that like lines agree with the previous line like a lot of rappers nowadays don't really do that to try to be unique he actually can still be unique and also go with like basic poetry structure and yeah actual yeah. hip-hop structure it's pretty impressive for a kid that young yeah he like yeah he's he's more about lyrics than yeah. and and not just just the words you use but like you say the actual structure mm-hmm. of the lines and making sure that you know, if he's gonna if he's gonna do, he makes less commercial music. For sure. 
For sure. Then probably the rest of his crew, which I can't say they actually make commercial music either, because they're all they're all for well, except for Frank. Frank I mean, Ocean. I mean, Frank does, but uh, Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean, and which which channel which which another insane album title, Channel Orange, <laughs> was a uh, was an incredible album, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I don't think he gets talked about enough in in uh, in that kind of pop R and B world. You know, I guess. He's, kind of what he occupies. That's what it's. I mean, honestly, I I kind of feel that that's how it's the the pop R and B circuit is going is in that direction. Mm-hmm. It's going with the Frank Ocean direction and uh, white kids making R and B. Like it's mm-hmm. really kind of going to that more like more pop, more like very controlled and like good sound. A little less. I I shouldn't say a little for for the commercial aspect. I think a little less soul, a little bit more mm-hmm. like concise, tight, yeah, tightness. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you're still seeing a lot of soul coming from the from the underground stuff, which mm-hmm. some of the other guys in in the Odd Future group, the internet that we were just talking about, yeah. they definitely can yeah. kind of pull that. But that commercial R and B is becoming like the new pop. Yeah, yeah, in a sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually recording this podcast uh, on my phone this week, so I'm not gonna. Join in the shuffle, but I will talk about a couple of new acts that I've discovered. Um, I kind of knew, I knew of one of the guys in this group, but I didn't know that he was part of a group. And the group's called No Worries, but it's spelled, uh, instead of N-O, it's spelled N-X, uh, Worries. I almost want to say pop R&B that you know you might think of from like a Frank Ocean or something like that mm-hmm. but his delivery style is like nothing I've ever heard because he can he can actually really rap but he's really doesn't consider himself a rapper because most of what he does is sing and he almost has a gospel delivery the way like Anthony Hamilton yeah style no it's um as a matter of fact on the um the new Kanye album? No, well, actually, no. On the on the um, on the Dr. Dre album. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if you if uh, if if that last Dr. Dre album, Compton, he he kind of put out right after the movie. Um, if you got it and you were going through the credits and you saw the name Anderson Pack and you were like, I don't know who that is, but why is he on five or six records? Because mm-hmm. It would seem like Dr. Dre's only going to work with somebody that he really knows or really likes. And I've never heard of this kid, you know, and uh, I had barely heard of Anderson Pack myself. And I think I may have heard one song and I thought he was good, uh, but I've heard. And that's the No Worries guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's he's it's, it's him and uh, him and a producer uh, like a. More of a you know electronic uh, hip hop producer, like not a Mark Sparkly type of thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, it's kind of yeah, and so, but uh, there was just the way he delivers vocally. I've just never heard anything like it. And then, uh, and then Anderson's albums uh, are are weird too because he's he's got um, two albums. He's got one album called Venice, and he's got a, a, an album he just put out called Malibu. 
Um, obviously, he's from California. And, uh, and, uh, and, oh, he's uh, not from Minnesota. Oh, I thought he was from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he's got some. Yeah, he's just, yeah, if, if you haven't heard Anderson Pack, uh, and if you're looking for him, it's P A A K. Um, okay. Yeah, go check I out. Make it easy to find them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 By saying, yeah. by saying, <laughs> well, he's Asian. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, the funny thing is, he is like half Asian or something. Yeah. He's like black, Asian, like black. yeah, black Asian. Yeah, like some kind of Asian <laughs> or something. Oh, what, what was that? What was Tiger like? Complication. <laughs> Complication. <laughs> Complication. Oh, like. Oh, <laughs> oh Tiger. Uh, no. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. We'll get on Tiger in the race draft uh, <laughs> in, a, in, a future, in a future podcast. Uh, yeah, actually, and speaking of speaking of the racial draft, has anybody seen Dave Chappelle lately? No, well, you know, he showed up at the um, what was it, the Emmys or the Grammy? Yeah, the Emmys or the Grammys? He was in the audience. Yeah, I was just like, he's which is, yeah, which you know, like he is swole. What? Yeah, like you know That's how skinny, skinny he was? dude. Yeah, like, he is swole. I was well, yeah, like, why not, is he so big? Well, yeah, <laughs> you know what? He was he was ultra skinny. He's yeah. not. Heavy. I mean, no, he's, he's not heavy. He, he's but just you're bigger still. than you remember Dave Chappelle well, ever, ever being. being. He was a skinny pothead. Like yeah, you <laughs> can tell. <laughs> but you can tell he has hit the gym. I'm, I'm hoping that appearance yeah. means he's going to make a comeback because I'd like to see him come back and either do another show or move. I just hope he's not doing a man on earth. I just hope he's not doing a carrot top and like going away for a few years and all of a sudden coming back swollen and not being funny anymore. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think that guy can not be funny. Oh yeah, my gosh. yeah, Chappelle is what so was it? Because everybody on the day it was it was a big roast or something. It was a roast. It was um D- uh, Justin Bieber's roast. Mm. Oh, mm. he was just in the audience. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and he was sitting in the audience. And everybody, right. almost every comedian that got up said yeah. something about it. Oh yeah, you have to. And that's when you know. Yeah, how big you really you're are. You're the superstar. Oh. We're just. I don't yeah. think it's crazy to say he's in the top five, top ten of all. Oh yeah, of all time. Yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, he's up yeah. there. Yeah, I mean so honestly, he wrote, he, he's a great writer. Funny as shit, and could absolutely take all subject matter and make no matter who you were, what color you were, what religion you were, you laughed your ass. Yep, and you should. And you should. And you should. Yeah, Yeah. he was really, really funny. I mean, I've I've, I remember first time I saw uh, was that his stand up special, uh, Killing Him Softly in DC. Oh man, I just I cried laughing. I mean, when he was talking about the baby. Just oh my goodness! I was just like, "What is who is this dude?" And then when I f- saw the you know the first episode of Chappelle show, first show, first skit was the the the, the black white the, the black the black <laughs> yeah, the black the black the blind black white blind black white supremacist oh, and, and that's that how you're gonna start your show uh, yeah oh, it's like yeah God. if you yeah might be one of the funniest kids oh of all time. <laughs> like if you don't like this. You won't like any of it. So, where's that nigger? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god! It was and, I mean, and they're they're doing the the exact same format. Go two or three seasons and and quit it. But Key and Peele, um, to be as uh, as socially and racially 
Yeah. There. Sure. Key and Peele said it too. Uh, those guys are, those two are, I mean, obviously they're, it's, it's, the show's a complete, not a complete ripoff, but I mean, it's basically the Chappelle show sure. just by two guys. Yeah, yeah. But, they, yeah. They, they definitely took his format and, but and, and, and ran they are, they are damn funny too. Yeah. Well, they are, but you know, sometimes, you know, because it is such a, you can tell, it's, it's just reworked Dave Chappelle stuff. It is. After a while, you go, you know, you guys, why don't you do something really original? Yeah. Well, don't you think that? I agree. I mean, really, don't the, you think? I mean, I think, I think they're funny. Well, I do. I, I think they're funny, but, uh, laugh, but, but yeah, the format is so close it's to so Chappelle. It's so close yeah. to the Chappelle Show's format, which there I'm hadn't sure. been anything like the Chappelle Show. That's why I don't mind having them around. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Agreed. And that's exactly it's why so I'm sure Comedy Central threw them, you know, absolutely. seven figures oh, to do it. Oh, absolutely. I would hope they did. Right. Because, uh, yeah, because I can say there was, that a, audience. There, was a, there was a massive, look. A lot of black kids I, watching Comedy Central. So, here's how funny Dave Chappelle is. I never knew Eddie Murphy had a brother until he was on the <laughs> Charlie Murphy! Darkness. <laughs> That's how funny Dave Chappelle was. Darkness, everybody. Darkness. And he was that original Prince sketch. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, the Prince oh. sketch with Charlie, with the E2 Hollywood story, Charlie Murphy with Prince. Oh, that's funny stuff. Might have been the funniest thing. Or the best, what was it? Or the, oh, the shirts, shirts versus right. blouses. Uh, oh, that's the funny. Shirt, oh, basketball, the basketball. Oh, yeah. With Prince playing basketball. Prince dunks the ball, holds on with one hand to the rim. Takes the other hand off the rim and is just floating in the air. For oh, yeah. Uh, that's just funny stuff, man. That's just funny stuff. Uh, so good. There's too many classics uh, on that. That's man. what you can just talk about. And then he invited them inside and made them pancakes. And made them pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's funny stuff, man. That's uh, just... That's Dave, it. we're telling you to come back, Dave. Just yeah, come just, back. If, hey, if you're, if you're listening, if you're a fan of the Lost Party podcast, please join the Lost Party Come back, Dave. We want to see you do something else. Or just move to Kansas City, join the group. Hey, yeah. either way, we'll, we'll take either one. Drink whiskey and have fun. We'll take either one at this point. <laughs> uh, I think we had a pretty good show today. What do you think, gentlemen? It was a good intro. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Good, I think so. It was a good first. I mean, so what? We talked about uh, Dave Chappelle coming back. Yeah. Uh, we talked about uh, what our favorite cigar brands were. Uh, we're drinking some fine Uyghur, Uyghur whiskey. Uh, we actually had a, even though we didn't all shuffle, we actually had a pretty good conversation on we the show. We gave shuffle. you an established artist, a couple artists to look for. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. legitimately hit shuffle. Yeah, no, you actually <laughs> didn't legitimately hit shuffle. Chris followed the rules, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to write this down. Because if we know anything about Chris, he's a rule follower for yeah. sure. Yeah, <laughs> 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 and, I, and I want to congratulate the group on nobody saying a word about uh, the politicians of today's uh, election. Uh, no, <laughs> Donald no. Trump's Plus name or, did not get mentioned this yeah. entire podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Now, We're the yeah. only one now in the country. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> possibly. Possibly the only one in the country who hasn't mentioned them. And we're not going to mention or nor disparage anybody because yeah. that's not the kind of podcast we do. Yeah, that's uh, agree. Although... As soon as we, as soon as we stop recording, uh, we're going in. <laughs> so we got a half bottle of whiskey left. <laughs> so, so with that said, I want to thank everybody for coming out. Thank and, you, sir. And uh, on the on this on this the inaugural Loft Party podcast, I want to say we did a good job. There we go, boys. Everybody, raise your glass to good times with good people. Cheers. Yeah, cheers.